Hey everybody, welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. So excited that you tuned in again. Today, I have a returning guest. His name is Dr. Steve Miff. He's the president and CEO of Parkland Center for Clinical Innovation, also known as PCCI. They're a leading nonprofit artificial intelligence and cognitive computing organization affiliated with Parkland Health, one of the country's largest and most progressive safety net hospitals. They're just doing amazing work. Steve is an incredible friend and a leader in the space. He was a recipient of the 2020 Dallas Business Journal's Most Inspiring Leader Awards, as well as in 2021, the DCEO and Dallas Innovates Healthcare Award. He's got a lot of awards under his belt. I'm excited to have him back on to share more about what they're doing to make healthcare more accessible and more informed and data-driven for communities that need it most. So Steve, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much uh, for having me. And uh, I can't believe it's been a couple years since uh, we had opportunity to talk, but I've certainly been following all the amazing work that you're doing. And it's a pleasure and an honor to be back. Hey, thank you, Steve. Appreciate the, the thoughts and I'll receive them. And look, I'm admiring you too. I see what you're doing and it's a, it's tough work, but you're making progress. For the people that don't yet know what you do, why don't we level set and sh share the work that you do and how your team, you and your team do it? No, happy to. And as you mentioned, PCCI was set up as a nonprofit uh, data science and social determinants of health innovation hub. We're affiliated with Parkland, but we do work with many other organizations across, particularly across the state of Texas and have partnerships uh, across the country. But at the core of it, we focus on innovation in digital health technology and AI to figure out how do we optimize health and access for the most vulnerable populations. So that's what drives us. Uh, that's what uh, we wake up uh, every day try trying to do. And uh, say it's just uh, uh, exciting, it's meaningful, and it's something that we really appreciate the opportunity to contribute in our own way. Yeah, and uh, thank you, Steve. Appreciate you sharing that. AI is at the core of it. You've been doing it for a long time now in a very practical way. We're going to dig into to some of the applications and things that are working well. Before we do, though, I'd love to touch on this idea of collaboration, right? Collaboration is the new currency. And those organizations that are able to collaborate are the ones that move forward faster. Do you care to talk about partnerships you have and also your openness to partnerships outside of the state of Texas? No, absolutely. And, and you're right. The space that we operate in collectively, in healthcare in general, it, it's so complex. It's moving so fast that you just can't get there um, alone. And I am such a strong believer in collaboration. Um, and we've been focusing both in local collaborations uh, as well as national to be able to, to not only contribute, but to learn from others. So locally, we see the sort of these ecosystems uh, forming that are so important to be able to help patients in a community. So just as an example, uh, we continue and do a lot of work with Parkland Health. But uh, adjacent to that, we also work in parallel with the health plan. We work in parallel with the health department, as well as with the community-based organization and some of the philanthropic organizations that fund those communities because they need resources to be able to support the patients in, the, in this journey. So truly, when, when you look at it, it is this whole ecosystem that needs to come together. And what we're hoping to do is to be able to actually use data to create those host person insights, this coordination of care across all these multiple entities that 
are interacting with the patient and their families at points in time across this journey, it's well coordinated. The information travels with the patient. Those insights are being able to be used to coordinate care. And we can talk a little bit later, but one of the great examples of this evolve is around programs such as pediatric asthma, where all those different entities need to come together to, to make that work. And then national partnerships are important as well, because while we understand what's happening and how things are progressing locally is being able to be at the table with other innovators that are pushing these initiatives in their own institution, their own market. So one, one of, uh, I would say, the more meaningful ones over the last 12 months that we've engaged and been partnering with is the Health AI Collaborative that the folks at Duke have started. And it's been just a tremendous opportunity to share, to learn how others are evaluating, developing, deploying, sustaining, maintaining these new AI models in their own organizations. And how do you do it sustainably? How do you do it equitably? And avoid some of the, the pitfalls that some of the newer technology could have. So just two examples of just both local and national where these partnerships are so tremendously important. Yeah, thank you, Steve. And you're such a great example of operationalizing these collaborations and making them a reality. I, I actually spoke with the Duke Health team and Microsoft. We did a, a, an interview while we were at Health and they were sharing this AI collaboration and standards creation for how AI can be used and precautions around use cases. So fascinating that you're linked into them. It doesn't surprise me, but definitely very cool to hear about how you're doing it. Just from an advice perspective, for organizations that maybe are looking to do more collaborations and don't know how to start, what advice would you give them? First of all, so it, it, it takes work. And I would say to me, it's really important to have the right focus and the right connection because it's not just about the topic that, that you're collaborating on. There needs to first and foremost be that that alignment. So there's the common interest. I would say being somewhat to the similar point of the journey is also really important because if one organization is way ahead of the other, then it's a little bit lopsided of how you can interact and, and truly learn from each other. And then I think that just the culture, the personalities, the motivation, the structure make a huge difference. I'm a strong believer that life's too short and you have to work with people that you not only respect, but you enjoy spending time with and you both can learn and contribute at the same time. To me, that's what makes something either successful or fail. And to me, those are the pillars of actually making something be, be meaningful. Thank you, Steve. Really appreciate that. And folks, hit rewind on that one. I think that there's some good tips there in ways that you could drive your organization toward more collaborations. And maybe that collaboration is with Steve and the work that he does. And at the end of this, this podcast, we'll be leaving ways to get in touch with him. So make sure you check out the show notes. Steve, as you think about the trajectory and the things that you guys are up to at PCCI, what stands out as something that you would say is different or done uniquely that compared to most of the market? I think purely sort of our structure and focus is really unique. What I mean by that is at the core of it, we operate, we act like a technology startup, but we're set up as a nonprofit. So we, we have this sort of desire and, and opportunity to apply some of these newest technologies and some of the things that are emerging 
to organizations and with organizations and populations that have traditionally think about. So the other part of it is this hyper-focus on working with organizations that serve the most vulnerable. I mean, our our roots and histories come from Parkland in one of the largest, uh, most progressive public hospitals in the country. And continuing to work with not only Parkland, but organizations that are similar, as well as that, like you said, that ecosystem that is around the community. It's not only the health plan that oftentimes is involved in the care and the payment for those patients, but it's the health department, it's the community-based organizations and providing all with that, that, that information. I think it gives us also the opportunity because the variety of different funding that we have is to maybe take some more risks and to try things. Um, one of the journeys that we've been on and it is this idea of, we call it know thy patient, of really being able to bring information that's relevant about the whole health journey of that individual. I think we're, as an industry, we're really good at uh, understanding the, the health aspect uh, of it and the history of, of, of their health. I think we're getting much better on infusing, and that's something that we've been spending a lot of time on, the life elements, those as social determinants of health. We've started to really infuse information about somebody's mental health, because believe that has uh, an equal and sometimes even more important impact on uh, the overall well-being of that individual. And the last thing that we're starting to, to, to really work on and focus on and understand it better is this understanding c- capacity for self-care. There are a lot of things bundled in there, whether it's isolation, whether it's the motivation, whether it's the activation. But I believe all those uh, are so important to be able to know individuals better at scale. And that scale, it's important. And off of that, the applications of the information and the data and how that can be shared, organized, infused into those AI or predictive models has exponentially more power. So that's something that I think both the uniqueness and the opportunity that we have to contribute to the space that's very exciting to us and something that motivates us every day. Yeah. And Steve, thank you for that. I think that I would say the frame uh, of the difference is it's a very consumer focused frame, right? Like you think of all of these companies that are outside of healthcare that focus on the consumer and their life their life journey, right? We don't do that as often in healthcare and we're missing big. And I think with what you and your team are doing is really creating a consumer-driven experience that enables the organization and the surrounding community organizations to have insightful action, right? Like, oh, here's what I could do because of this data that I have versus let me just sprinkle some healthcare on you when you come into the door, right? Yeah, well, you know, we want to have patients and their families more involved and more active participants in the healthcare prevention and moving upstream. But to be honest, we've built a system of heroes in healthcare and we're really good at it. What I mean by that is when something wrong happens, whether it's an accident, whether it's the progression of a disease to a point that requires advanced intervention, we're the best in the world of addressing that. And we're heroes. We step in when that occurs and the progress that we've made in being able to solve those medical problems is incredible. We're not being good at 
that is really moving upstream, both whether it's from an incentive perspective or even how we know or engage individuals. And that to me has what the opportunity is. And that's where actually having the knowledge and the understanding of all these different data elements that are competing with somebody's ability to be proactive about their health, to be able to engage when needed and see that physician, whether it's in person or virtual, all those things contribute to that some of the challenges and whether they're personal, whether access to cars or whether daycare or competing priorities around food or housing, even like I mentioned, the, the mental state, the mental health, they're all important and we need to understand them and be able to address them concurrently. Otherwise, we're going to continuously revert back and end up with this being heroes at uh, a point in the journey where it requires that very advanced intervention. Yeah, that's a really great way to say it, Steve. We need the daily attention, not just the those kind of like spot care situations to to shine. Look, this is awesome. I really appreciate you jumping back on with us. The work that you and the team are doing at PCCI continues to transform the care that people in Texas are receiving. If you had any closing thoughts for us, Steve, today, what would you leave the listeners with? Yeah, one of the things that we've been focusing a lot on is how do we bring this information about somebody's life at scale? So we've been working in developing a number of different models on understanding vulnerability across communities and being able to understand how those directly relate to a family and individual. So if that's something that listeners are interested in collaborating more with us and figure out how we continue to scale that, I think that's a, one of the foundational, fundamental uh, components. We, we call that the community vulnerability uh, compass. So that's something that we continue to evolve. And then the other part is we continue to explore and deploy and build models that either are at the point of care, they're predictive models, models or population health uh, models that focus, whether it's on pediatric asthma or maternal health or, or other areas. So those areas that we're actively working on, and as I mentioned in the beginning, we love to find others that same, focus the same passion to collaborate with. Thank you for that. And folks, it's a great opportunity to think through some of these uh, use cases and indications that Steve mentioned for collaboration. And Steve, if anybody does want to reach out to you, what's the best place for them to do that? Probably that we have the most up-to-date information is in, on our website, so pccinnovation.org. And the great ways to just learn about what we're doing, we're about to release our annual impact report that highlights some of the work they've done, and that's going to be published on there as well. And that's a great way to just not only learn about us, but at the click of a button, reach out to us directly. And we really pay attention to those and we follow up because, again, it's in our DNA to not only learn from others, but hopefully collaborate and contribute together. Amazing, Steve. Listen, thanks again for taking the time to be with us today to share the successes and the advances you guys are making here. Can't thank you enough. And listeners, make sure you check out the show notes, the work that Steve and his team are doing always gets better when qualified people that want to do good and where they're working pitch in. So Steve, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. 